Hey, yo, what it do with your boy, Rue, and I got a message for you. We here at Sofrito Speaks want to work for you. Yes, you heard me. I need another job. If you own a business, are an entrepreneur, or just simply want to get a message across, hit us up. We currently have an amazing promo package going on where you, yes, you, can buy ad space in the next episode. What? How? How much? Our prices range from $20 to $50. We create the ad for you, and you enjoy the benefits. Our main goal is to help out small businesses in our area. If this is something you're interested in, slide in our DMs or email us at sofritospeaks at gmail.com and let us know you want us to work for you. Are we new with this? the corona what it is me gente it's your girl nina montañez hey yo what it do is your boy rue and i'm corona for you <laughs> welcome back for your second serving you can catch this every thursday bringing you your favorite caldero talk caldero talk is a part of the show where we introduce you to any guests bring up our deep topic and everyone chimes in to dissect and discuss followed by reposar reposar is how we will close the episode leaving you with some positive affirmations shout outs and any announcements that need to be made with that being said, mi gente, let's head into our first section. Caldero Talk. What's going on, mi gente? How's everybody living right now? Lit, lit, lit. Welcome back to Caldero Talk on this beautiful Thursday. Just kidding, it's probably raining because that's what they predicted for the whole week. Um, this week's episode um, is going to be talking about respect my no. Yes. Respect it. And if the reason why we decided to talk about this, first of all, it's our first time not having a guest in a few weeks. So, I love you all. All our guests love y'all, but <laughs> it's time that Ruben and I get back to it. Um, we also thought of this topic because we feel like sometimes I feel like people don't understand what the fuck the word no means. Mm-hmm. And why don't they choose to respect it when you say no, coño? Right. It's so fucking annoying. So in this conversation, we're talking about no, basically, it's, I'm trying to explain what the it is. Like, it, I said what I said. I exactly, said no. Exactly. If why I say I no to, to do something, I shouldn't have to be questioned. Why do I have detailing as to why I'm saying no? I you should just needed, take my no for what the fuck it is. Yeah, and I needed to, so a few weeks ago, I was asked to come into work and I had to like literally tell my manager through the phone, like, can you just respect my no? Like, no, no, I'm not coming in. And he was like, quiet. I, that <laughs> actually, like, okay, so there is that no same thing happened it. to Ruben with his other boss, and I was there, and he was trying to get him to, you know, work a little later, and he was telling him, like, oh, you don't have to do anything, like, you can just come in, blah, blah, blah. So I'm looking at Ruben, Ruben's looking at me, and Ruben's like, this motherfucker tried it, like, and Ruben said, he was like, no, I'm all set. He's like, you sure? Like, you know, and he kept trying to, like, make it sound more glamorous, and Ruben was like, no. I don't. I don't a, a strong work extra. and firm no goes a long way. Yeah, and like I feel like if someone's like, giving no. you a legit a no, and they're not trying to find a way to beat around that bush, then there's yeah, no convincing them. It'd be one thing them. if you were like, "Well, I was thinking then, about going home." To, you're giving leeway for someone. Then to... Then right away you can be like, "Oh, you know, it's not going to be that busy. It's going to be dead." You can kind of convince them mm-hmm. into staying. But if someone's like, "No," let it go. Then I'm like, "Okay, I'm walking away." Let it go. 
Um, so basically, yeah, we're trying to talk about, you no know, in that aspect of like, you know, if someone's asking you a question, if they're asking you to go out, if you feel uncomfortable about something and you're saying no, why is that not being understood? Why is that not being respected? And why is the person who's asking you that not, you know, putting two and two together? For instance, like when I used to hate this when I, when I would, when I was younger, I wouldn't want to go out sometimes and everyone's trying to convince me to go out. Mm. I that shit used to boil my blood. You know what it is is that I think that the two of us we don't. Uh, I mean, I correct me if I'm wrong, but we don't have FOMO. We don't. We don't have that like that fear of missing out. We genuinely you cannot guilt us into doing things we don't mm. want to do. Mm. Like you just can't. In certain certain aspects, I think for me, especially with going out, like. Depends on the crowd that you're with. If it's a crowd that I'm like, oh, I'm not, I don't really want to go out. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, come on, it's going to be fun. That's how I know it's not going to be fun. Because everyone's going with this mindset of it's going to be fun. And automatically it turns into some fuck shit. And I've learned, <laughs> I learned that through experience. So I automatically, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to stay home. And I just hate when I'm like trying to tell people like, oh, you know. Or for instance, like I'll be like, oh, you know, I'm trying to not drink for a little bit. Oh, but come, you can just watch. Who the fuck wants to go out to just watch people drink? Like, no. And or I'm like, not oh, mentally oh, I'm equipped broke. yet. If oh, I'm you... broke. I don't want to go out. I don't have money. Oh, no, nah, I got you. I got you. I'll pay for you. I'll pay for you. Now, for that instance, I'm throwing myself in. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, even then, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Because I'm... I've been that person. But I still like, pay I them you, back. Like, I still you. pay back. Like, I, that happened to me a few weeks ago where I was like, I couldn't go because my credit card wasn't working. And I was like, whatever, I'm going to stay home. And they were like, no, we'll pay for you. And I was like, all right. And then the next day, my card worked, and I just cashed out them the money back. They were like, you didn't have to. That it wasn't that serious. And I'm like, it is serious, though, because the minute some shit goes left, I'm a freeloader. I'm hopping off of everyone. Yeah, no, we're not playing that Mm -hmm. game this year. Um, But yeah, so exactly that. We've been giving you guys examples. But do you have a specific time where... You were like upset because your no was literally just not being respected and not being received, and you were just like, "What the fuck?" Um, for me, it happens to me at work a lot, like a lot, a lot. Um, when there's an opportunity to volunteer and this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, you should, you you should do this. No, I'm I'm all set. I don't want to do it. And it's like, you sure? I think I think you would really like enjoy it. No, I'm positive that I won't enjoy it. I'm all set. Yeah, but, like, what else do you really have to do? Nothing. I'm going to sit at home and do nothing that day during that time because I don't have to do this. Um, And I think a lot of the times, you know, in in the work that I do, um, sometimes the expectation is, you know, that whole selflessness and, and, you know, the whole act of volunteering and that it it should just be something that we do. But I did that already. I did that for two whole years. I did that. I worked for literally no money and I've worked 12 hour days on end for two years. So respect me when I say I'm going to sit this one out. If it's something that I want to do and it's something that I I show a genuine interest in, trust and believe I will be there from sunrise to sunset. But if I'm telling you no, because I don't see the purpose, if I'm just going to be a body just to be a body, then I'm not going to go. So understand that if I say no, it's no. And I don't like the whole, like, it'll look so good for this and blah, blah, blah. I don't do shit Stop for perks. To, yeah, Why are we still talking? Yeah. I already said no. Why, now you're pissing me off. Now I'm aggravated. So then now to be fucking petty, because that's who I am, the next time you ask me to volunteer for something, I'm going to fucking say no again to teach you a lesson. 
yeah. yo, stop, just stop. And like, it's just for me, like those are, that's when it aggravates me the most, um, professionally. And then personally, um, when I don't, uh, you know what? A lot of the time, I, I wasn't going to mention Mary Jane, but I'm mention Mary Jane. A lot of the time is when I <laughs> do not want to, if I don't want to partake in extracurricular activities, i.e. smoking the ganja. And the it's peer, either I want to. trying to peer pressure you. Yeah, yeah, it's either I want to or I don't. You know, and uh, sometimes the people that I'm with are like, come on, just do it, just do it. And I'm like, no, nah, like, I'm good. Like, I'm not really feeling it. Like, for me, it really is like I have to be in the mood. Like, I have to want to do that. Yeah. Um, Same here. You know, like, I'm not, I'm, I, just I can't just, it, just like, roll up and be like, hey. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's not how I operate. That's never how I've, how I've op- operated. So I just don't like when if I'm in a group of people, especially if it, if you want me to be over here hitting hitting it with a bunch of motherfuckers I don't know. I don't know what your hygiene is. There are specific human beings. I.e. coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There are specific humans that I will partake in extracurricular activities with um, because I know that their hygiene is up to par and I, you know, it matches mine. I just don't like, especially with, and then with hookah as well. I, oh, yeah, no. I you know, when there's six people to I've one hookah, it, that's I disgusting. Just, I don't like it. I'm not doing that. You know, so I just respect me. And I just don't get why, what compels someone to be like, don't be a bitch, just hit the blunt one time, blah, 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 like this, that, and the third. Like, I just don't get why it has to be this, it has to be up for debate. I already said no. Just respect it. Because then I have to, then it's like you keep going, and then now I feel compelled to give you an excuse. But, but before, I was just saying no. And then it's like you keep going, so now I'm like, nah, you know, like I, I want to be able to continue to enjoy tonight. If I smoke, I'm gonna want to go to sleep. I'm gonna get the munchies. I'm gonna diet. Like I have to go that. Why do I gotta go that hard? You know what I'm saying? I like, just I feel like the 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 need to convince people to do things is just annoying. Like I think for me, when I when I was working at Starbucks, I remember one time in Times Square that I literally picked up a shift after saying no a million times. Mm-hmm. My manager convinced me and I was like, all right, cool. And then the minute that, you know, she left and I had the shift to myself, everything started to go wrong within the next 30 minutes. And I literally went to the back and I cried and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even, I wasn't even supposed to be here today. And because I didn't take my own personal no seriously, mm-hmm. Now I'm stuck with the burden of everything that's going on right now. Mm. And I'm overworked and I'm and it caused me to shut down and literally just sit there and be like, I'm not doing shit for the whole day. Like, fuck this place. Call me if it burns. Other than that, I'm gonna be in the back. Call me if it burns. <laughs> like and that it was really exactly what like I did. That. I just I just don't get I I will never understand like the peer pressures of like like what do you I don't I will ask all of two times. And if you give me a no two times all right. I do it to Ruben all the time. Hey, Ruben, let's go out this weekend. Nah, bro, I'm not really feeling it. Ruben, let's go out this weekend. Like, I got you. Nah, I'm not really feeling it. All right, cool. Boom. Conversation Little did she know the over. third time I would have said yes. Conversation. <laughs> this kidding. motherfucker. No, but um, I would say, like, going back to that story, like, if I would have just, like, if I would have just respected my own personal no, it would have been a different situation. Not right. only that, I don't like to beg people and I don't like to chase people for shit. Mm. So I'm not going to beg you. Like the manager would be like, if you want your shift covered, you know, you need to call around. And, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. 
And she's like, oh, just ask this person if you tell them why. And I'm like, I don't like to do that either. Like, I feel like if you, you're the one that needs it, then you go do that. I'm not going to do that. Right. If they're telling me no, then it's a no automatically. I'm not going to be like, well, you know their favorite line. You said you needed more hours. Um, okay. I know, I, I know what I said. I know what I said, but I also said I needed more scheduled hours. And this is not scheduled. Okay. Toma. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess it, it also goes crosses into the next question, which was how does it make you feel when someone crosses that boundary? For me, I feel like it's a lack of fucking respect. I feel like if I tell you no, and I'm pretty much down for anything majority of the time, mm-hmm. but if I tell you no, it's for a specific reason. It could be as you know as simple as I just don't fuck with the people you're rolling with, and I don't want to say that because if I and. 99% of the time, I end up saying that because nobody understands, like, when I'm saying no. Because mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, you're always down. And I'm like, yeah, but if you're rolling with someone funky and I'm like, I don't feel your vibe sober, I yep. doubt that I'm going to feel it Drunk. any other and way. And I'm going to say some shit. And then, you know, yeah, and then, you know, I have, and then I'll be like, that's when you start with the whole, you know, earlier when I met you, I thought you were a bitch. <laughs> Bro, I've gotten into a lot of life. problems because of that. Story of my motherfucking. <laughs> but I think I think that I feel like I feel like like not trusted. I feel like disrespected. If I'm such a burden on this good time, then drop me off. I'll be glad to go home. Right. Bye. Fuck you, mean. You know what I'm saying? Like I was honest with you. I let you know this is what it was. And people just don't understand that whole mentality. Like I I hate when I'm with someone and they're like. You want to smoke? And they're like, no. And the other person's trying to convince them. Like, come on. It's it's not that bad. And, I'm, and I'll just be like, bro, they just don't want to smoke. Like, just leave it fucking be. Yeah, I'm also that person. I love I that our only being... excuse, I mean, our only example is of people smoking. smoking. Chill, 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 Clearly, chill, we've chill, been peer pressured a lot to smoke. Um, no, Stop I, peer pressuring No, even, us. no, no, no. Even when it comes to, um, like, when I've gone out. To the like when I've gone out to the club and it's like or lounge I, I call them lounges now because I don't they don't feel like clubs. Yeah, you don't um, do shit besides sit there. Yeah, but when I've gone out, people be like, "Yo, let me get you another drink." Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Nah, yo, come on, Nina, you, like you, you're coming down. You're coming down. No, I'm not coming down. I'm actually having a great time. But my great time looks different from your great time. I don't have to be jumping around and constantly dancing and stuff like that. Like I genuinely could just be feeling the vibe and just like maybe do like a head nod, you know, little, little shoulder bounce. You know what I'm saying? And I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. But it's like people want to buy me drinks, and I'm like, nah. Like I promise you, I'm good. Like, um, when was the last time this shit happened to me? When we were in, last night we were in South Africa. Um, last night. No, the last night that we were in South oh. Africa. The last night that we were in South Africa. I'm like, Shorty went to South Africa last Shut night. The, she, somebody peer right pressured now. her to, drink, to smoke weed because she was on some No, no, shit. no. Um, so the last night that we were in South Africa, we went out, everybody went out together and they were buying shots of tequila. I don't do tequila. I'm not a fan of tequila. I was already drinking fucking Coronas back at the crib. Corona um, time. I do Corona, and I fucking love Malibu. I can drink Malibu straight, no problem, right out the bottle. Not a, not a problem. Um, it's a drink that works for me. It doesn't leave me feeling like shit. I don't feel um, bloated. I don't feel... Um, it doesn't get me, like, fucked up. I yeah. just, it gets me where I need to be to, like, just enjoy the vibes. You know what I'm saying? People don't understand that I'm very, very self-aware of what works for me in order for me to continue to have a good time. Because I'm telling y'all, I could be a motherfucking bitch. Like, I can be the worst person to be around if I'm not feeling it. We know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think people think I'm kidding. I think people think I'm being She's dramatic. Not. I'm not. She's not. I'm not. Disclaimer. 
Um, so we were out and they were, they, someone bought a shot, a round of uh, shots of tequila. And I was like, nah, I'm good. So I passed off mine to another person and they were like, why are you taking the shot? Everybody looked at me. Why are you taking the shot? And I'm like, because if I take this shot, I'm done for the night and I don't want to be done for the night. Cause we just fucking got here. We just spent money to get in here. I'm not going to finish. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to be alert. I want to be good. And also when I'm out in foreign places, I need to be alert. I need to know where the exits are. I need to see the crowd of people. I, I go, I'm just anal when I go out. Like, I need to be in control. And, and if I, I, But I also feel like that's why it's good to roll with people like that because I'm like, yo, if I was there, I'd be like, she's just, she doesn't drink, bro. Like, you can't expect her to drink as much as we're just, She doesn't drink. She just doesn't. I don't drink like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, can, I drink socially. Like, you know, we sipping right now. We just hang it up. Pass me her shot. Yeah, that's it. So I was like, yo, someone else is going to want this. Take it. Whatever. Now, when I started to feel like I was coming down from my original buzz, the next time they bought a round, I was like, okay, I'm going to take this shot. I'm going to take it. And that's going to be it. I'm done for the night. That's it. Like, if I take this one shot, I'm done for the night. And that's what I did. So I came down from it. Once they did another round, I was like, all right, cool. I'll take this round. Took that one shot. I was good for the rest of the night. Like, I'm, I'm good. Um, and it was the whole, like the whole group. And I'm telling yo, like fucking 13 motherfuckers, Nina, take the shot. Nina, take the shot. And I was like, no, I don't want to take the mm-hmm. shot. Like when I'm ready to take the shot, I will take the shot. Like it's not, I hate that all my stories of peer pressure have to do with like alcohol and drugs. Well, that's <laughs> the, the reality of the situation is that a lot of times that's when that's you get when peer, pressure peer pressure the most. the most as an adult, to yeah. be honest, because in other situations, you're by yourself or at work, you know. And I really don't want to talk about work, so I'm loving this story. No, I think, <laughs> I think in another aspect um, of being peer pressured has definitely been like in the dating world when it comes to like sexual activity. Ooh. Um, let's take it there real quick. Um, I've you know I've dated men that like I've been very vocal about like not wanting to take that extra step with them and them trying to convince me to do it and I'm like to have you know um, engage in in relations with them. And I'm like, the fact that you have to try to convince me should already tell you, like, stop. Like, if you have to go that hard to convince me to even come over or whatever, like, you need to chill. Like, when I'm ready to do things, I will do them. And I will do them willingly, you know what I'm saying? Like, but if you have to convince me, that's a turnoff. If I'm telling you no to something and you continue now, we went from like, oh, that was kind of cute. Oh, he wants me. Now we're going. It's a little rapey, a little bit. It's a little bit, a little rapey. I don't know rapey vibes. Let's know. not let's not do that. Like if you have again, like I've again, I've been I've dated men that legit will have tried to convince me like, well, you know, like why can't we just do it? Like it's not that serious. Like you know, I'm consenting, you're consenting. What's the problem? I mean, the problem is that I don't want to do it. That's the problem. I don't want to engage in sexual activity with you. So why are we still talking about it? You just fucked up the whole vibe. You fucked up my whole mood. Bro, I'm going home. Yeah. Like, why can't we just watch? Why can't we actually just watch a movie? Why can't we actually just go out with you expecting something from me? Because now I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah. And I think for for females, especially like. Me as a gay man, like I res- whenever a female tells me no, like I respect it. Like, you know, sometimes when you're drinking and stuff, things can cross the border very easily. But I think when I'm automatically told no, I'm just like, oh, I, I received that. I respect that. I'm not. You know I'm what still I'm a man at the end of the day. I can still go down for some shit. So I'm just like, yo, no is fucking no. And I think a lot of men, and I have 
this is another reason why I wanted to talk about this because I feel like men in particular, as we see through Harvey Weinstein and through all these situations, like. Oh, I thought I, I thought I just said something else. Um, they don't understand the word no, and I think it's important to respect when a when a female tells you no, and that's just that. You know, if 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 it's in that sexual relationship situation, you know, there's no debating. Oh, come on, you know, or let me just put the tip in. <laughs> no, you my laugh. nigga, you laugh. No, but that's but shit I know. Is real. I know that and shit I've is heard, real. I've heard countless females tell me, that tell me the same story. And first of all, what, what does that even do for you? Let me just put the tip in. Motherfucker, tip this. I'm kicking you and leaning you in your balls. Um, yeah, no, I think in that aspect, um, it's, like- I, it's just very interesting to me that like, because it makes me th- like, I just. <sighs> it also just lets you know where. It Where makes the me, other person sees you for respect. For me personally, again, yeah, it's definitely a respect thing in, in, in that regard. Like, if I'm telling you, like, nah, we're not doing this, bro, and you're still trying to convince me, like, you don't have, you clearly don't have respect for me, which now makes me think, how many females have you had to convince to sleep with you before me? And I said no. So now you got an attitude. I'm whack because I don't want to sleep with you. So let me be whack. Let me be whack I've by said myself. that numerous times. Let like, me be whack. <clears throat> for me, it's been a lot of situations when I was younger, like I said earlier, when I didn't want to go out. And I would be like, no. People whack. would You're show up at my You're door and You're be whack. like, yo, come on, we're going out. Da, 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 da. We came to pick you up. I'm like, first of all, you didn't even call me. Second of all, no. Who are you going with? That's always my first thing. Who are you going yep, with? Yeah, who's going? Mm-hmm. Oh, this person, this person. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Why? Come on. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I know these people are not... Like, those those friends that I had at the time, I knew they were not going to leave until I made the decision to go. But at the same time, it just kind of always... Every time I went, I always had a bad time. Mm-hmm. And it always made me feel like, damn, like, I wish I would have just stayed the fuck home because mm-hmm. I'm not in the mindset for this. I'm not ready. When you showed up, I was sleeping. Like, I'm not... You didn't plan this with me in the beginning of the day, so I didn't, I wasn't ready for this. And at the time, when I was younger, I didn't understand that whole standards and respect. I wasn't like that. I was very much like, yeah, I'm down for anything, but still, no. <laughs> right. You know, like, let me let me want to hang out with you. Let me, like, want to do... And there was I just certain know. people that, that I just knew. I was like, I'm not really feeling their vibe. Like, I don't want to hang out with them. But and me and my my best friend were just talking about this the other day. The the amount of people that we hung around that, not hung around that we stuck around that really, looking back at it now, we would we would never let like if she was talking about her kids. She was like, I would never let my kids, roll with someone like that. Like we we were, hanging around with like drug dealers and shit like like gangbangers, and we were like. But the you know what? Fuck? I'll never, I'll never discredit those friends that I had that dabbled in shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because it made me who I am. I can hang out with many different people because of that. Yeah, me too. I can. I, I so I think I'm versatile. But I've my also, friends. I also like even at the time when we would hang out and certain drugs were being, you know, passed around. An easy no, it was for me. You know what e- I'm saying? Easy. It no, was a good. very quick like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm all set. What are you doing? Oh, how do you? Oh, you're putting that. How do you? What? Oh, oh, that's how you do. No, nah, I'm, good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank I'm you. Good. You don't do it. Nah, this nigga's a herb. All right. <laughs> I sat my ass right back down with my beard. Like, yup, the biggest herb here. But guess what, baby boy? 
You got about two years left on this earth. <laughs> I'm going to need you to figure that drug habit out. You ain't can, 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 can. Oh, shit. But yeah, I think mainly for me when I was younger, that was a very big thing. Now, it would have to do with work, like work not understanding. Luckily, I don't deal with that at Movement City, but my other two jobs, like you seen, mm-hmm. I, you know, I still deal with that. And my, I had this uh, manager last week who, after the hotel was like, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to give part-timers hours, literally calls me on Tuesday frantically. Mind you, after I left Sunday and I was like, don't call me this week, right? Because y'all ain't giving us hours, right? We can't work. We, we're coronavirus. <laughs> so that was their excuse. So calls me on Tuesday. And he's like, hey, can you work the 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. shift? I gagged. I was like, first of all, you got me all the way fucked up. Not only did you call me to come into work, you're also calling me to work a third shift. And mm. I'm like, are you going to pay me a dollar more? He was like, no, we can't. You, I, we already told you we can't do that. And I was like, okay, then I'm, I already told you guys I can't work their shift. Because I did do it for them a few times. And I was like, you know, I wanted to learn at the time that that was the job that I was interested in moving up in. So I was like, you know, doing whatever I can to do that. Now I'm like, nigga, I'm good. And he was like butthurt. He was like, why don't you do it? You need the money. And I'm like, I don't need the money. Actually, I'm actually really good, even though I was fronting. Even though I was fronting, but I'm like, no, I'm not doing it because you know what? I gave you the option to schedule me these next two weeks. And you said coronavirus. So I heard coronavirus. And that was was the no. It was received. And I told him on the phone, the same way, I was like, yo, just like, no, I'm not going in. Like, stop. Respect my no. I'm not going in. Like, I, I've used that term before. And he was just like, all right, cool. Right. Like, let me know if you change your mind. I'm not. I'm good. Bye. Bye. Then I got Bye. off and I had dinner and I went to sleep and I loved it. I loved it. I woke up at 6 a.m. the next day. I'm like, I would have been working. <laughs> the gag. Honey. The gag is. It's the gag. Um, so, in retrospect... I think if I would have respected my own no, a lot of situations that I've been through would have never happened. It's we. It's, I think it's funny to me, like which situations I respect my no in, like like I said, in when it comes to dating and and men and stuff like that. I it's a hard pass. It always is a hard pass, and I'm very open and honest about it. Like the thing is, is that like how how I end up in these situations when I told you from jump, from jump, first conversation we had, I said. I don't roll like that. I understand that we part of the hookup culture. That's not who I am. That's not Some what people, I do. That, and, and that's a big thing in the gay community is like, the when you tell someone I'm not hooking up, it's kind of like, oh, yeah. The, and it's, it goes one of two ways. Either they, I'm air quote this, respect it, or they're going to keep it pushing. But then it becomes a, now you're a conquest. Now I have to stick around so that I can do that. So that way I can say that I did that. And I can see right through the men that, that do exactly that. You know what I'm saying? Like the comp- um, the- Sorry, guys. We're recording in a different studio today. Um, but I don't know. I just, again, I'm, I'm glad that I was brought up or raised. Not dragged up, but raised. Some of y'all was dragged up. Ooh. Um, uh- you know, grabbed by the grabbed by the frontal, right? <laughs> um, raised by a very uh, strong, independent woman that you know was very honest about certain conversations and like letting me know, like this is sometimes what men are going to want from you. And I'm I'm old enough and and wise enough to differentiate between the two, you know. Um, 
I just think that for women, yo, ladies, please, 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 if it doesn't feel right to you, don't do it just because you trust your instincts. Keep him around. You know, like I've been in that situation where I'm like, damn, I really like this guy. If I don't do this, he's gonna, you know, he's he's gonna want to bounce stuff like that. And I'm glad that I stuck with my gut and I did not do what I, you know, because essentially it, you take the fun out of hooking up. Or also, when when doing those things, you when take, you say no and somebody respects it, it kind of like boosts your a confidence turn, a, a little, little bit more. Little it's bit. just like. It, it just makes you feel like, oh, you're understanding. And, and especially in the dating scene. like For sure. Like, I've, I've, you know, I've dated men that, like, I've dated them for a while. And, you know, we got to a point where, you know, we were going to, we were talking about that, crossing that threshold. And then I actually dated a dude that, like, we were about to engage. And he looked at me and was like, you're not sure if you want to do this. We're not going to. And he stopped completely. And that's hot. Right. And then essentially <laughs> I was like, damn, now I want to do it because you, I didn't even have to say it. And you were just like, he's, he's like in telling your body language and like in, in your face, you you don't want to do this. I don't want to do this until you were hundred percent sure you want to do this. And I was like, what? Yeah. I dated damn, this guy who was going on. Like we had dated before we took a few years off and then we met up again. And this was right before I left New York. And you know, he was all like pushing it on me, like, oh, thinking that I'm drunk. And I'm like, <laughs> no, uh, little do you know, it takes a lot for me. But I was like, I'm going to call an Uber home. And he's like, oh, you know, can I come with you? And I was like, no. yeah, no. And then he's like, oh, let me walk you out. Like, and then he's like trying to change my mind, like touching me. And I'm like, OK, first of all, I hate PDA. So automatically, no. <laughs> mm. Second of all, it's going to be a no. So, like, the Uber pulls up. I got in the Uber, and he's just standing there, like, looking at me. Are you really about to bounce? And he texts me. He's like, you really just left? And I'm like, yeah, I told you it's no. I'm like, I haven't seen you in, like, three years. I wanted to have dinner so we can catch up. If I wanted to hook up with you, I would have just gave you my address, like, before. And just, you could have taken that train right up to the heights. Just pull up. Right what in there. Doing, <laughs> I don't know. Um. Anyways, it was his loss. He was very mad about it. Yeah. Got into a whole argument. Um, also, yeah. let's talk about the consequences of not respecting a no. So I know like for men. These who, hands. <laughs> these these hands, hands. Yep. You can definitely catch these hands. Mm-hmm. But all right, mi gente. We're going to go ahead and wrap this guy little talk up. It was a short but sweet one. Um, in hindsight, just respect people's no's when they tell you no, it's automatically no. Professionally and personally. Right. And stop crossing that boundary with people. Damn. Yo, and if you can feel what we said, yo, hit us in the DMs. If you want us to talk more about this in depth on a different episode, yo, let us know. We want to connect with y'all. Facts. We're going to go ahead and move over to our next section, which is... A reposar. All right, welcome to Reposar, mi gente. This means if you made it this far, you have made it to the end of the show. And this is where we are going to give you our affirmations and our shout outs and just leave you on a high note at the end of, you know, every episode. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What you got for us? So for me uh, this week, this actually hit me kind of hard. And I think this was actually today, this morning, and it kind of coincides with what I've been going through this week. Um, all your progress becomes undone the moment you return to someone that you've outgrown. Wow. That shit hit me. 
Um, this past week, I had a, a chance to reconnect with someone who was, you know, at one point we were very close friends. Mm-hmm. And we had lost communication throughout the years because of differences. And, you know, there was drama, a little bit of drama in between, but nothing so severe that we would never talk again. Um, and we finally got to rekindle that relationship. And I saw this quote this morning and I thought of that and I like had to like tell myself like, no, you know, um, not to talk myself down, but this isn't a person who I felt I would never speak to again. This was a person that I felt both of us just needed the time in between that we gave each other. And but that quote right there is very serious. And and going to, you know, thinking about, you know, a lot of a lot of this time you're going to be spending alone for a lot of people doesn't mean you need to run to old relationships. If it's a relationship that you once appreciated and you once adored, then I would say, hey, talk it out and give it a chance. Um, But I wouldn't go as far as, you know, an ex or something like because the other day I went uh, day one of quarantine. I went down Facebook um, memory lane. Uh, what is it called? I call it the Facebook hole, and I didn't know there was an archived message folder, and I found all my messages from like 2006, 2007, oh. with a with some of some messages from my exes and stuff like that, and I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, what was I going through at the time? But um, I feel like that quote you know, really speaks to exactly what I'm going through right now, thinking about reaching out to certain people and, you know, making amends with them because I hate, I hate just having hate in my heart for people or people having hate in their heart for me, especially, you know, when you've gotten to a certain level in life, you're just like, um, I just want to be at peace with everyone (laughs) and that's just that. But yeah, what about you? Um, I think that for an affirmation... I'm going to go with, I literally never, <clears throat> never prep for it. I never prep for it. I feel like it's one of those things that just needs to like come to you. Um, and I think that nothing's really coming to me at the moment. <laughs> and um, no, that's a lie. Um, I think. The affirmation that I'm going to leave you all with this week is um, to be grateful for all that you have. Um, I know that this whole quarantine thing has everybody all fucked up because we're not used to constantly being home. Um, for me personally, I'm a homebody, so I didn't I didn't know that you know what my usual weekend looked like had a name for it. It's called quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's cute that y'all welcome to my you. world. Y'all welcome to my world. Um, But I think that it's so easy for us to lose sight of the fact that, you know, we have a warm home to be in. There's food on our Mm. on our shelves, you know, in our refrigerator. Um, Mm. You know, we we get this time to spend it with family. Um, Granted, that might not be the case for everybody. You know, I'm sure there are people out there that, you know, live... The fact that you have family, if you do have family, be grateful for that. Right, but only if it's good for you. Truth, you know, truth. I, I, I do feel there, for the there people is bad who family are probably out there. stuck in abusive homes right now. Mm. And because you can't go anywhere, it's only going to be amplified. Um, I'm praying for you. I'm with you. Um, <laughs> that snap was dry. I you just saw- wet it with wine. <laughs> He's so extra. Um, I'm still going to drink my wine. But yeah, so I, I, I thank God every day that, you know, um, again, I have a warm bed to wake up in. I open the refrigerator. I might not want to cook the food that's in there, but there's food there. Um, now, if I want to eat it, that's on me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just take this time to, to be grateful and count your blessings because um, quarantine doesn't look the same for all the countries Ooh. that are going through it right now. So. Yes, right there. Mm-hmm. Quarantine does not look the same. And to add on to that, I definitely feel that in, in the beginning of the week, I was very upset. I was very mad mm-hmm. that this was happening. I was very down. And then somewhere throughout the middle of the week, I literally thought to myself, you know what, Ruben? Like, be fucking happy. Like, it you, could be worse. you are with your family. Not a lot of people have that. Mm-hmm. You are, you know, you, like you said, you have a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. Think about the homeless right now. How are they running away from the coronavirus? Um, you have food. You, like, your your family's able to buy food for the house. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that, you know, a lot of things that we take for granted daily with, you know, we should look into it now and be like, yo, wow. And I think that's why people are saying, like, this is a human reset. Like, this is a mind, a time for you to spiritually grow, mentally grow and stop the fact that people are like, oh, my God, I'm not working. We When did we like working? I'm confused. Right. Uh, that's not what we were born and put on this earth for. What you like is the benefit of working, which is money. Mm-hmm. But there are other options, as we see as the U.S. is, you know, trying to do the stimulus check, as taxes are coming. Like, there's just so many other options. Like, the number one thing that I'm also telling myself that I'm going to leave with everybody is don't worry i keep telling myself that like yo everything's gonna work out everything's gonna be okay don't worry whatever is happening now is temporary that's it that's it it's the new norm for the next two or three weeks after that back to regularly scheduled program so god willing god willingly yes um do you have any announcements you want to make any announcements nah any shout outs nah this week has been a week for the books, obviously. I want to shout out Jenny. Um, Jenny always has great conversation. We mm. shout her out every week. I love her. Um, Shakira. Shakira always reposting with that fresh repost. The first person to repost. Mm. Love it. I respect it. Jenny also reposted our commercial. Um, you know, just keep keep helping, you know, spread the word of Sofrito Speaks. Especially now. Um, I feel like we have a lot of comedy. I even went back and listened to our old episodes, and that's rare because not that I hate our show. It's just I don't like listening to myself. I critique myself too much, so I don't listen to us. But I went back and I listened, and I just, like, I had a good time, and I was remembering those memories. And I know, you know, those first few episodes with people hitting us up and just being like, yo, you guys are dope, you guys are this, you guys are that. Like, reliving that, I was like, damn, we really are doing something that's good. And we weren't even going to record this week because of self-quarantine, but we were like, yo. Yeah, we was out here making executive decisions, but on the other half of the executive. I don't care. I was like, I am not leaving the house. You got me fucked up. And that's exactly what she did. She talked me to the liquor store, and I got fucked up, and we did this. (laughs) (laughs) But we love y'all. We want y'all to stay safe. Let us know if, you know, if there's any way that we can help. Let us know if you need any important messages you want to get on. I think we should do something sweet for the next episode. I'll post it on the Instagram. Um, but yeah, this is uh, Rosales, and I'm blasting off. And I'm Nina Montañez. Stay blessed, mi gente. Oh, Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.